What are the three priorities you should do if Christianity is true? In other words, if it is true that Jesus really did die on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose from the grave, then what should be our top three priorities or three of our priorities in our lives? That's what the author of Hebrews is getting to in Hebrews chapter 10 verses 19 through 25. Prior to this verse, the author is spending really chapters 1 through 10 all talking about and explaining what exactly happened spiritually when Jesus died on the cross. Um, this is God explaining the cross to us through the author of Hebrews. And at this end of this really long 10 chapter explanation of what exactly the cross meant, he gets to this summary thing in verses 19 through 25 of chapter 10, where he explains to us that if all this is true, which he assumes it is, and believers we believe in Christ assume it is, what should be three of our priorities going forward? And so he says in verses 19 through 20, Therefore, brethren, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Christ, by a new and living way, which he inaugurated for us through the veil that is flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God. So, the, so he starts off and he's saying, okay, assuming these two things are true, assuming that um, it's true that what he has said about Christ is accurate, that Jesus Christ has entered into heaven for us and has given us the opportunity to go to heaven because he died on the cross for our sins. And assuming it's true, like he's been telling us, that Jesus even now serves as our priest, continually mediating and ministering to us before God the Father. He says, okay, assuming those things are true, now what? First, the first priority, make sure that you are drawing near to God with a sincere faithful assurance. He says, let us draw near with a sincere heart, full of assurance of faith. Have our hearts sprinkled clean from evil conscience and our body washed with pure water. He says, the first priority is to draw near to God with assurance and faithfulness and sincerity. In other words, because Jesus died on the cross for our sins, one of our priorities is we don't have to approach God timidly. And we don't have to live in fear and intimidation of punishment from God. You can approach God and draw near to God with confidence, with boldness, with assurance, knowing that he's already wiped your conscience clean. He's already wiped your sins away. The first priority we have is we shouldn't get scared as if we've been hurting God, uh, hurting God's feelings and that his his favor is going to be removed for us, but we can be confident because Jesus Christ paid our penalty for us. And how awesome it is to know that we not only can, but we should approach God with a confidence because of our faith in Christ. But then he says our second priority is this, that we shouldn't waver in our confession. He says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promises faithful. 
Yeah, it's great that we can approach God with confidence, but another priority that's just as equal is we shouldn't waver in our confession. We shouldn't vacillate back and forth between surrendering to God and not being surrendered to God, to being faithful to God and being not being faithful to God, to, to be committed to God and not committed to God, to being sold out for God and being not sold out for God. There shouldn't be some kind of vacillation or waving. Our lives shouldn't be this up and down roller coaster of sometimes we're completely with God and going to church and serving the Lord and on fire and other times we don't really have anything we need to do. He says the priority needs to be hold your confession without wavering. Are you doing that? Do you hold your confession without wavering? And then the third priority says not just to approach God with confidence and not just to hold that confidence with and that confession without wavering, but he says don't neglect being a part of a local church. And he's, he, that's what he says for real. Look, in verse um, 24, he says, And let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembly together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. You see, there's um, a lot of people out there that say they're Christians, and you might be wa watching this video and that's you, but you really don't have that much commitment to any local church. You might even be a member quote-unquote, of a local church, but you don't participate that much in a local church. And what God is telling us here is if it's true that Jesus, what is Jesus did for us on the cross is true, then the third priority we should have is a commitment to a local church. Now, I know with the, co the coronavirus and the stuff that's going around now, it makes it hard to physically gather with people, but there are ways to get involved and stay and participate in the local church that doesn't have to be physical with phone calls and emails, text messages, notes, watching things like this and what and participating in the Sunday morning service when they they have too. But he says it's not just about the assembling and, and the believers getting together, but he also says you have a job to do when you get together and that is your job is to encourage other believers in their walk with Christ. In other words, the priority, he says, yeah, the priority needs to be a faithful commitment to attend a local church and be a part of a local church and participate in a local church. But it's not just a commitment to come and sit. He says it's the commitment to do something to help the other believers in that church in their walk with Christ. That's the priority, not just to be a member of a church, but to actually be consistently, regularly doing something to encourage other believers in their walk with Christ through a local church. And that's the blunt three priorities you should have if you believe it's true that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and was buried and rose from the grave, then and if you believe it's true that now you can um, approach God with confidence and knowing that he's the high priest, keep your confidence in God and approach him without fear. Don't waver in your commitment. And make the regular participation in local church a priority too. That's how you show you believe 
than what Jesus did on the cross is true.